guys welcome back to as read my house i'm Elena, and i'm jordan it is currently 11 o'clock at night jordan's making funny faces at me yeah it's gonna get silly <laughs> we've had a long day and i've been traveling a lot um and i have to travel again tomorrow so we are uh here for the podcast mm-hmm. and we appreciate you guys just being with us and sticking it out uh, it's been quite the hiatus but mm-hmm. we're gonna try to stay diligent with it so uh keep keep posted <laughs> keep what, what am i trying to say here i don't know stay tuned there we go stay tuned because we got a lot of great stuff coming and well okay no i don't want to keep saying that we keep saying that and it's just been so hard with his job jordan has traveled to probably four different states in the past two weeks so not only were we in the middle of moving mm-hmm. once we released our season two, but then it's been really difficult because this is the most he's ever had to travel. And with our current equipment, we cannot record a podcast unless we are together. We don't have like a portable one where he can like take it with him and whatnot. So we both need to be here and be present. So the only time that is happening right now is at 11 o'clock at night, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm ready. I'm excited to just chat and to get back into it. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys. So, honey, what do you want to talk about? I kind of have like a running list of things I want to talk about. First, I want to talk about our... Well, first, let's talk about what we look like right now. Because we don't have our mics like formally set up on the table. We have our stands fully extended straight onto the ground. Well, wait, they're not even stands. They are boom arms. Yeah, but which is like the long thing that usually gets screwed into the table Mm -hmm. and kind of like suspends the mic in midair. But we are just holding them on the (laughs) ground right now. So <laughs> we'll have to take a picture and we'll post it on our Instagram. Yeah, check out our Instagram page as for me and my house podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll post a picture of what we look like for your visual pleasure. Yeah, just for some ha ha ha's. Um, all right, so a couple of things. First, I want to talk about our move and how that's been. Second off, I want to talk about my little dilemma yesterday at the hardware store. And then third, did I hear about that? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. You did. I'll, you, I'll, I'll jog your memory okay. once I start talking about it. And then third thing, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but the dilemma we had today with the brand that like went that like it, it ended up working out, but we can just talk on the top. Yes. Kind of the principles and like yeah. what we've learned in that. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So that's what I kind of wanted to chat about. Do you have anything you want to specifically talk about it? No, that's good. I think uh, there's plenty of stuff there that... (laughs) (laughs) Enough entertainment just there. There's plenty of stuff there for me to uh, lose some sleep. Finesse. Jordan Jordan could talk about paper for three hours. He's like the kind of guy that can talk about anything for however long he needs to. Yes, and I forego sleep all too much, so I'm trying to make it like a resolution to take care of my body and my health Mm -hmm. through better sleep and rest because well yes go ahead keep going well well as you're pointing at me well we need to have a video stream i know i know because this would be great people would love to watch us like make faces at each other Yes, because i am a very visual uh animated hands-on type of person. Yeah, we're both Italian, so, you know, you have hands, you can't, you wrap our our hands behind our back. And then we, like, wiggle like worms. Yeah, and we can't talk anymore, so. Yeah. Um, Well, I was pointing at you like this because 
if you guys follow Jabe and Guess Conti, Gabe actually... Did you just say Jabe and Guess? No. You said Jabe and Guess. Okay, Gabe and... No, I said Gabe and Jess, but like... I'm slurred a little we're bit. Gonna, guys, we're going to laugh when we finish recording this and we go back and play it. Okay. And we're going to have a good laugh at it. Okay. So go anyway. Ahead. Go ahead. Gabe. Jabin Guess. Go ahead. Or Gabby, as his brother says. And Jess Conti. You probably know who they are. If you don't, go follow them on Instagram and YouTube. We love them. Good friends of ours. Um, Gabe posted today instagram story talking about sober october and it's not just referring to alcohol it's referring to um well if you drink alcohol sober october not to drink but also like doing stuff that will help you physically mentally spiritually so he's working out like six days a week and then he's reading through the book of luke so i feel like you should add into that with his brother because we're good friends with gabe's brother too oh yeah actually i just got a text like not that long ago because i texted claudio his brother and gabe and I said, joining you fine gents for this lovely sober October journey. And then I put the two beer mugs like cheering emoji. <laughs> and then you realized how ironic that was. Well, then I put, I put like a little carrot, the little arrow pointing up to like the last text I sent. And I said, that's ginger ale in the mugs, by the way, because sober October. <laughs> You're so cringy again. <laughs> dad Guys, jokes. I'm a freaking dad now. I know. So I, know. I have to make jokes like that. It's okay. It's innate in me. Yeah. So, so that said, I'm, I, I was actually really, really happy to see his Instagram story because I love when I see an Instagram story that like is inspiring or just like makes me want to do better. And it was very ironic because when I watched it, um, I was on my way to go to the gym to get a new membership. So I'm finally joining a gym. Well, I, I've been at a gym. I just don't attend. <laughs> I just paid for nothing, basically. Jordan is looking at me with these funny eyes. You ever seen that? I think it's an emote, like a gif or a gif, however you pronounce it. It's like this little kid. Uh, it's black and white, like old fashioned. And he's just throwing wads of money out the window. <laughs> yeah. And it's like repeats over and over. He's just dumping like handfuls of cash out the window. That's how I feel with Melana's membership. For okay, the gym. listen, listen, listen. Just throw it out the window. My postpartum journey has been a little bit slower than I assumed. Or In all fairness, it would be. that's true. Like I can't fathom all that a woman goes through yeah. when with everything from pre Partum to delivery. Is that a word? Pregnancy, maybe? Preg- yeah, maybe, maybe that's the term. <laughs> You're a regular Nostradamus over there, aren't you? I so, yeah, have pregnancy. no idea what you just said. <laughs> like, you're really smart. Oh. So, yeah, pregnancy and then the actual child labor and birth mm-hmm. and then postpartum. Yeah. To all the number that that does on a woman's body is just mind-blowing to me so yes mad so respect me, for all the moms out there and melena so go ahead me, honey give me some grace here but anyway Absolutely. i joined a new gym and the main reason why i joined this gym is because they have child care because mm-hmm. that was like a huge pain in the butt having to find someone to watch aletheia while i work and then trying to find someone to watch aletheia while i work out because that was like a whole nother. I was just over it. Then it I'm becomes over like it. a whole day thing. No, it's just, honestly, it's just uh, so much planning goes into this whole baby thing that I just like can't. So I was like, you know what? I want to go to the gym whenever I want to go to the gym and not have to like plan and cook. Like, I just want to go. Because I'm the type of person, like, if I feel like going to the gym, I have to go within those three seconds or else I'm not going. So. Well, I'll just say to that point, me being the father, the husband, the the guy in this equation 
um, I've, I've noticed that there's a big learning curve and maybe I'm just unique. I can't speak for all guys, but there's definitely like a long learning curve there when it comes to like becoming a father. Mm. Like I feel like adapting to a husband Mm -hmm. is a learning curve. You know, it's a new season. It's a new role you step into. And then as a father again, Mm -hmm. so there's like, to be completely candid and honest, like there was a a good several month period there where I was like struggling to find balance and like how do I still take and a lot of people actually reach out and message us and say can you guys you know talk a little bit about your relationship as a husband and wife now after being mm-hmm. parents and I think we yeah. have touched on that in previous episodes but we'll we definitely should do an entire one on it because I yeah feel we'll like definitely harp on just that just now like month seven, mm-hmm. this is why, and this is why I feel like I want to go to the gym again because everything else is in control and balanced because it wasn't before, you know? Yeah, and that's like, okay. Like Dave Ramsey said in the past, like there's times and seasons in your life where you're going to be out of balance, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to, it's healthy to actually be out of balance in certain things. Like there's going to be busy seasons at work where you're just going to have to give a lot of your attention to work. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be times where work's a little slower and you can give a lot more attention to your family. There's going to be times where the family's busy, they're preoccupied doing their own thing, and mm-hmm. you know, you're going to want to take care of yourself. Maybe it's fitness yeah. or taking up a sport, whatever it is. You know, So finding that balance within the chaos is right. where we're kind of living right now. <laughs> and we do have a piece about it. I think, like I said, there was a long learning curve, but at the end of it, Melaine and I, you know, we argued at times and tried to like find ways to honor and serve one another but it was very like it didn't come easy is, mm-hmm. is what i'm trying to say no, very intentional yes so now we're trying to be like like melina said every single move is actually well thought out and planned as far as like what are we doing today mm-hmm. like what's melina's schedule and her day yeah. look like what does my well, day look actually, like actually spoiler alert my video for friday is going to be that i was mm. thinking i was just i literally was just planning it out i think i'm going to do like top 10 ways to have like a very productive day or like top 10 ways to like have a good day, something along those lines. I haven't thought of the title yet, but I wrote down all the top 10 things. Like a satisfying work day or satisfying day, right? Yeah. Not even just a work day, just like how to have a good day overall. Okay. Anyway, I feel like what are we even talking about right now? Well, we're talking about being parents and kind of being a, me speaking on the side of being a dad now mm -hmm. and how, yeah, you're talking about going back to working out. And this was something like for me, I love to work out, but because of like taking on a new responsibility as a dad, I couldn't just like drop everything and go to the gym. Like I have a, this baby now that I have to help Melena with because it's not fair to her if she's just taking care of the baby night and day and I get to go to work and for eight hours or whatever. And then I come home and go to the gym. Well, that's what you've been doing. So, right. But I'm saying there was a definitely an adjustment period there of I can't just do whatever I want now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's ways that I'm trying to find to make up time or, uh, you know, find time that I had, but just wasn't managing well. So for example, yes. getting up in the morning earlier to mm-hmm. take care of the dogs and put them out and take them on a walk and then to yeah. be with Alethea and well, feed I'm- her and play with her and change her and then allow Melena to kind of take care of other things she needs to do in that time. Then when I go to work, Melana is able to balance everything she has to do yeah, plus taking I, care of the dogs I feel like and the I baby. Have like a head start of the day since he's been helping me. Yes, that's um, the thing is trying to find how can we serve one another 
within the time constraints that we have. Right, right. All right, so can I shift gears here? Yes. Right, so I kind of wanted to talk about our move and how that's been. Um, Surprisingly, this house already feels like home, and I don't know if it's because... Well, I I think I know why. I think it's because we built it. (laughs) So, like, we... We've been here for every step of the journey. Exactly. Like, every piece of it is something that we made and wanted and requested. And it just, like, feels so good to finally be in this house. And... It's um, still surreal for me. I'm sure it is for you, too. But... Yeah. Like, I was just... Like, every morning we wake up or every evening I go to bed, I'm like, wow, I can't believe we live here. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, this is incredible. Yeah. Moving was hectic but it was like the most beautiful hecticness you could ever see um we are controlled chaos yes yeah but it was just so enjoyable and so much fun i really enjoyed it like yes it was very stressful and very annoying having to deal with two dogs and movers and a baby like it was a lot of prepping and planning out and like navigating tons of people and making sure everyone is at the right spot when they needed to be there and whatnot but other than that like as soon as the boxes started coming in I already started unpacking and unloading and we basically had about 85 percent of the house completed by the weekend and we moved in on a Thursday yeah moving day was Thursday by like Sunday we were pretty much everything out of boxes and yeah. in the general vicinity of where it was supposed to be <laughs> just as yes. a matter of like organizing it and obviously like, like decorating, decorating. Which has been so much fun for me. Oh I yeah. Melina's eating it all up. She's, yeah. she's really enjoying that and doing yeah. a great job. I think her vision, like I don't understand that. I don't have that. I don't know how to style a shelf. Yeah. You, you could if you wanted to. But not to your satisfaction. Oh. <laughs> but I'll look at what Milan is. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's actually pretty nice. I would have never thought to do that. Like, I'm not going to put a, a skull on the bathroom shelf. But you know what? You do you, boo-boo. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what Jordan's talking about, I uploaded a video yesterday. So go check that out because I decorated, like, our um, master bath shelves that I, like, just added in there. But... Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Alethea is pretty much adjusted to it now. I feel like for the first couple of days, she was waking up crying because we didn't have her room decorated the way it used to look. So Mm -hmm. I feel like she was startled or like unaware of where she was. Um, the dogs have adjusted really well. Oh, the dogs love it. They just run around up and Uh down the stairs. And and Samson, he's so clumsy because we have our hardwood floors here are kind of slippery compared to our old house. And Samson, honey, you were... I don't know. You were in the garage and I was throwing him his toy. Was he doing the Scooby-Doo run? He was doing the Scooby-Doo run, but then he <laughs> flat out just did the splits because his legs just like gave out on him. It was so sad. Like a baby deer. Yeah. It Aww. was so cute. Poor Samson. But they are loving it. The only thing that has been a bit of a hassle is that we currently don't have a fence. Um, in our previous house, we had a fence. So like 10 times a day, I would just leave the door open and they would go in and out as they please. They could go outside, sunbathe. Delilah loves to sunbathe. She'll just sit in the middle of the lawn and just like sit there. Um, But we haven't been able to do that. So anytime we need to put the dogs out, we have to each walk them. And with the baby, it's such a hard task. And with two dogs, it makes it even harder because I have to do one at a time. Because if I put both dogs at the same time, you just see me getting slid across the neighborhood. (laughs) It's even really difficult for me. And I'm like twice Melina's size. 
Yeah. So it's I can hard. only imagine from Elena. <laughs> yeah. So that has been like the only thing, but we're going to get our fence installed pretty soon. Yeah. Just in time for the cold months because it's still actually really nice right now in Michigan. Uh, yeah. I'm like so over it. it okay. But like. It was 88 today. Make up your mind, Michigan, because it was in the 50s over the weekend and I was wearing sweaters and I was like, crap, where are my coats? Because it's cold. And then it was 88 today. So I'm like, all right. I'm tired of having to wear socks and boots in a coat in the morning and then shorts and a tank top in the afternoon. But I digress. But with that comes cider mills and apple orchards and mm-hmm. pumpkin patches. Yeah. If and you guys aren't fall. from like the Midwest or wherever, or probably not even the Midwest, just where it can get cold and have like that cider mills and orchards and all that, mm-hmm. you're missing out. You got to come check it out. Yeah, I mean, I definitely appreciate fall. I'm a big fan of fall, but in Michigan, it's not long enough. Fall is like a month long, and then boom, it's like cold, Same with spring. Fall and spring are too short, and then we have like a decent summer where it's maybe three, four months of like 80s and 90s and really sunny, but then the winter is like six months. It's crazy. Or longer, yeah. It, It really drags itself out. The worst is like January and February. Mm hmm It gets into like the negative teens Mm -hmm. and you just can't live. (laughs) (laughs) Like it literally hurts to breathe. Yeah. Um, Okay. So we're talking about the move. Well, I feel like I'm done talking about the move. (laughs) I feel like I said I will weigh in on my two cents if that's okay. Yeah. Go ahead, sis. (laughs) So yeah, like (laughs) Melinda said, it was, uh, you know, hectic, but I think all things considered being that this was our first like legitimate move, Mm -hmm. it went went pretty good you know yeah. we basically expanded the size the square footage we're like double the square footage right now than our previous house uh which is amazing because we we didn't need the extra space like it wasn't like oh we're dying here like we could have stayed in the other house for a, a while and been fine but we love having people come over and stay the night and have family come and mm-hmm. feel like you know they're not intruding on anything like oh we're all on top of each other in this one like smaller house Mm -hmm. so we just love entertaining and love having people over and love having like bible studies so this extra space has allowed us to do that and it's Mm -hmm. been a huge blessing yes and i know it's going to continue to be so Mm -hmm. um with that being said here i go again my famous (laughs) transitions with that no how about being said no 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 how about in tone no (laughs) if you're portuguese speaker no, why don't you say? Um, Anyways. Anywho, anyhow. <laughs> anywho, anyhow. <laughs> One or the other, not both. Some of the things <laughs> that we wanted. <laughs> anywho, anyhow. Some of the things that we, we wanted to share with you guys um, as far as like just a practical standpoint, if you're moving or mm. uh, in the middle of yes. like preparing for a move or going to be preparing to move. Hire movers. Yeah, really splurge. I know it's, you know, a little pricey, but it will save you so much. Like I've helped several friends move already this year and my back is shot. Like mm-hmm. I cannot bend properly because of moves. <laughs> that sounded so weird, but it makes sense. Yeah. Hire so, movers, organize. Yeah, so have, have them like even if it's just a couple guys, like it'll help a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you label your boxes, instead of labeling it like living room, kitchen, do that 
and then list out every single item that is in that box. Because if you don't get to unpacking soon, you're going to be living out of those boxes and you're not going to want to have to open every single one to find out what's in there. So literally label everything that is in there. Yeah, and try like to have like a sakes. few miscellaneous boxes where you just like, okay, oh, there's things you don't like need. There's like care. 50 things in here and mm-hmm. I can't list everything. Just put miscellaneous and then the, the room, you'll but find most it of eventually. The time, the miscellaneous things are like stuff that's like in your garage or your basement, like your kitchen items. Like you're going to put cups and bowls, like just write right. cups and bowls, you know, like large like categorize anything if you do you have movers or friends or family that come to help and they're not familiar with the new house yet uh, put like a little piece of paper and tape it up on like a wall or a door to the room so like front bedroom like maybe that's self-explanatory but you could have a couple that are kind of facing the front and people don't know so they just look at the paper that's on the door on on the wall like oh okay this is that room this is that room Mm -hmm. that way it's just takes all the guessing work out. Yeah, of it. and it makes it easier because then you'll make your movers happy because they were really happy with us. They kept like saying how happy they were of like mm-hmm. how organized everything was because then it makes their job easier. You're not trying to, you don't want these movers on the bad side. Right. You want them on the good side. And they were fantastic. They did a great job. Shout out yeah. to two men in a truck. Yeah, they were really nice. Another um, thing I would recommend is doing one room at a time. Like focus on one room and get as much done as you can mm-hmm. and just pace yourself. Like give each room a day. So if you have like eight rooms, that should be eight days. And I know it sounds like a lot, but it gets a little, and I know it gets a little inconvenient because you're like, okay, I need to pack my toothbrush, but I also need to brush my teeth or I should be brushing my teeth. Uh, so I don't want to pack that up like a week early. You know what I mean? Things like that. That's, that's obvious, but I'm just saying there's things that you don't realize you need until you accidentally well, pack them up no, and you're like, yourself, where are my underwear? I pack as if you're like going on a trip. That's what we did. Yeah. We packed like a like a suitcase. Mm-hmm. A little weekender bag by Fond Design. Yeah, so we just like lived out of a suitcase for a couple of days, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. Even though I only packed one pair of underwear and I had to switch them inside and out three times. No, that's a joke. I promise. He's not joking. No, it is. I promise. <laughs> okay. Any, what was it? Any who, any how. Any who, any how. Um, <laughs> I kind of just lightly want to touch on what happened yesterday at the hardware store. Okay, so we're done talking about packing tips. I am. Well, we need to transition a little bit better. Instead of just anywho, anyhow. I guess that could be our transition. That's fine. Okay. Anywho, anyhow. <laughs> Guys, it is like almost midnight and I'm just losing it. <sighs> okay. Anywho, anyhow. Um, no, I feel like I have to say that before I start any sentiment. Everybody sentence. is so like annoyed Over. at that right now. <laughs> okay. So yesterday I went to the hardware store or not the hardware store. Okay. I went to a very particular place that sold faucets and shower heads and like all these fixtures. It's for- like a designer gallery for high end bathroom fixtures. Yes. But mind me, mind me. Mind, mind you, mind, mind me, you, mind you, I did not know it was like a luxurious, luxe, bougie, over the top, bougie, extra excessive, place. yes, unnecessary. I didn't know that. So, okay. Our plumber <laughs> just told me to go there. Okay. I'm just following instructions because with our fixtures, um, we made everything silver. Cause that was like the basic, that's like what came with the house. And we weren't the biggest fans of their upgrades. So we were like, we'll just put in what's free. Once we move in, we'll switch out all the silver items. It was for like a black. standard chrome that you would 
see anywhere. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fine. It gets the job done. But Milena wanted to do like the matte black, mm-hmm. which really looks nice. Let me tell you. Yeah, matte black, I think. Not, no, don't come at me with glossy. It makes such a difference. It has to be matte. And not rubbed oil bronze. Cause that, oil rubbed bronze. That Not that either. The matte black is what I think looks really crisp. Okay, anyway, this has been the biggest nightmare of my life because I went and ordered tons of stuff for each bathroom for our master shower then our master tub and i had to order each part individually because they sold them in sets but it didn't fit it wasn't the style jordan wanted because jordan's very particular and it just was like such a big hassle i ordered from so many different companies whatnot and then we hired the plumber and he gets here doesn't even look at anything he just goes what brand is this i was like i don't know i got it on amazon he was like it's not gonna fit it has to be delta like, okay. Like, who? We like to I'm think, a millennial here. Like Amazon think, works for everything. So does duct tape. Come we, on. We like to thank Delta for sponsoring this portion of the Ugh, podcast. No. Because without no, them, Delta. we wouldn't be able to afford these. Just no. kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, people will think it's, you can't. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Anywho. We so wish. I was like, okay, great. Well, one thing that like made this really easy was you can return stuff on Amazon at Kohl's, which was so great so jordan did that today so like that wasn't annoying having to return stuff but what's been annoying is find the new pieces so my plumber's like here go to this place and get these delta things okay cool so yesterday was my no today was my day off yesterday i don't know why i went yesterday well i went yesterday and um i brought alethea with me she was all cute and sweet well i go to this place and i pull up there's like rose royces there's a Maserati, a Lambo. I'm like, oh, where am I? I'm like, who? Luxury it's car like dealership. in the middle of the day. Yeah, it was like noon. I'm like, what? nobody's working here. So, okay. I'm like, all right. I don't need to Inter- work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'm like, interesting. So I like go in there. Very nice looking store. I'm like walking around a little bit. There's like people working. There's a couple of like people that are helping clients and I like just am walking around just kind of browsing trying to find the delta section I see everything but delta everything I'm seeing has a price tag of two to three thousand dollars for like a handle I'm like who what okay like a shower head right two thousand yeah, not even just like for like a faucet oh, like, like the, the handle that you turn to make it hot or cold yes oh gosh or like for the sink the not what are the sink thing yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So Bye. literally everything was over $2,000. And I'm just like, who? Okay. So I'm just like walking around with Alethea. No one has said hi to me. No one's acknowledged me. Like there are people working there that like could be assisting me, but they weren't. So I dead. I almost said a bad word. I was uh, what literally dead, butt. dead, butt walking around <laughs> for 15 minutes. Okay. No one even bothered to look at me. And then I was like, okay. You're not important enough. I didn't look important enough, obviously. So then I was like, okay, this is like a little weird. So I just like stood there in front of the lady's like desk and she didn't even acknowledge me or say anything until a couple of minutes. And she goes, do you need something? I was like, yes, I am here to buy some. All my rich person oxygen (sighs) and all my rich person space. I was like, yes, I would like to purchase a couple of things. And she's like, (laughs) oh, okay, well, give me a minute. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Meanwhile, all these other people are just being so, like the people who are also 
they're buying some stuff. I was just like, while I was walking around, I I was kind of eavesdropping. I mean, they were like screaming. They were talking very loudly. And the stuff they were just saying, I was like, oh my goodness. They were being so disrespectful and just saying very, just nasty things. And I was like, man, I don't, just leaves a really bad taste in my mouth when people just mistreat other people or just like act a certain way just because they have a lot of money or are of a certain status like nothing irks me more than that like it just something grinds my gears and I was just like yeah I don't like you people like that's just such a bad attitude to carry you know how much money you have in your wealth does not mean anything you know, that's no reason for you to be disrespectful or rude or think you're better than someone else just because of the values and materialistic things you have here on this yucky earth of ours. Well, unfortunately, yeah, a lot of our society determines value and worth based on either what somebody does as a profession or how much they make as an income or a salary or kind of cars they drive the clothes they wear there's so much emphasis on that Mm -hmm. and there's not enough on the things that matter which is who the person is uh intrinsically as a as a soul right Mm -hmm. yeah and so i think you know that's just part of our culture like you said our our broken world Mm -hmm. so i just had yeah we should just story time pray for them and realize that hey there's more to life than this because that just Mm -hmm. goes to show that you don't buy happiness with you know a price tag it doesn't have a a price tag Mm -hmm. so i i was just thinking the other day like to have joy like the true joy of the lord is happiness without circumstance yes and it's not without condition so Mm -hmm. unconditional exactly so regardless of how much money you have or what kind of car you're driving you can have joy because you know that the Lord goes before you. He is on your side. He's fighting for you. And we can just rest in knowing that he has won the battles for us already, that we all we have to do is trust in him and let go and he will take care of us. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's really where true joy is found. Mm-hmm. But yeah, honey, I'm sorry you had that experience. Uh, I understand no, the I frustration. Mean, it's not a big deal, but it just like really opened my eyes to be like, man, pe- especially in a spot like this where the items are super pricey. Um, they just, if you don't look the part, they're not really going to pay attention to you. Hmm. So I don't know. It was well, just, just like David, just a little experience I went through this week. Like King David, man looks at the outer appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Yes. David was the youngest, smallest of his brothers. Mm-hmm. He, in fact, when uh, they were going to be, anointing the next king of Israel, David's father didn't even bother to call him out to be examined. Mm-hmm. He was still like, you know, way far away, not even considered. And then the, the Samuel says, wait a second, none of these are, are the one. Don't, do you have any other sons? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I have, you know, little kid David over there. And he brings him out. He's like, that's him. He's the new king. So it just goes to show, it doesn't matter again. Mm-hmm. Broken record. I'm not trying to belabor this point, but yeah, just trust me mm-hmm. that God looks at your heart and that's what matters. Yes. And with that, anywho, anyhow. Anywho, anyhow. Last thing to touch on. So in my YouTube career, in my YouTube days thus far, 
Um, I have never had an issue with working with the brand because of my religious beliefs or because I'm a Christian. And that was honestly something I was very afraid of or weary of just because of the day and age that we live in. Everyone has an opinion and everyone's opinion needs to be heard. We live in the whole like cancel culture. Yes. And everyone's offended by something and it's Mm -hmm. offensive to not be offended by anything. So chew on that one. But as you're saying, honey. So that has always been like a worry of mine of, and I get questions about that too, where people are like, do brands like not work with you because of your beliefs or anything like that? And up until today, that hasn't been an issue. Um, But okay, it, it still isn't an issue. We'll get to that. But Um, My manager called me this morning and was explaining a deal, a brand that I have worked with in the past. I'm not going to say it for obvious reasons, but um, he said that they had received some messages from someone. Did he explain it to you better or what did he tell you? Yeah, no, he just basically mentioned that there was a person who complained to this brand saying that essentially Milena doesn't support their particular type of lifestyle and maybe even went as far as saying that you've uh, you're anti this type of lifestyle Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to beat around the bush I'm just trying to be vague and respectful of everyone involved even right even the one who whom is complaining so Mm -hmm. I'll have to say um, Melania's manager brought this to her attention Mm -hmm. and it wasn't this you better stop being you and shape up or else, you know, this could just be only the beginning. Mm-hmm. He was very like supportive of Milena. He emphatically told me over and over repeatedly, he just wants to make sure that Milena is, you know, not in down, down spirits about this, that she's, mm-hmm. you know, understands that he's on her side and he's for her and he's wanting to, you know, take care of her and mm-hmm. just make sure she's not disheartened or discouraged. Yeah. So he's really like family to us because mm-hmm. anyone else in a business where it's, you know, there's an incredible amount of opportunity to profit off of something. Yeah. Like any they're, business they're following world. following the money. Exactly. That, that's all they care about. Mm-hmm. But Melinda's manager is the real deal and very genuine because yeah. he really, really cares about him. her and doesn't want to yeah. like let anything happen to her personally. So, mm-hmm. As I digress, that's kind of what was brought to our attention today. And I think Milena handled it very well. She just basically said back to her manager that I understand, even though I'm not sure what I've ever done or said that would be unkind or hurtful to anyone. Right. Because I feel like I've, quote unquote, preached the opposite. You know, I've always said I will never discriminate. I will never mistreat someone based on gender, sex, sexual orientation, whatever that may be. That We've talked about this many times on the podcast and mm-hmm. on my YouTube, but we've made that very clear that that's not something I will, I will never use my religion as a leeway to be rude or disrespectful or just flat out mean to someone. That's never something I will do. So I was just a little taken back by it, but yeah, I and just, I mean, to, to tolerate all people is to even tolerate those whom you disagree with, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And not only just tolerate, but love them yeah. as Christ exactly. taught us to love them. That's exactly what Jesus did. So it's not even a matter of, well, you're just being unloving for mm-hmm. not praising what I'm doing. It's 
hey, look, I have a moral that I live by or, or a strict, you know, standard that I hold. Mm-hmm. And it's not mine, it's God's. Right. And I just choose to follow it. And mm-hmm. I still love and respect you and even this person. Um, Malay and I have been praying for them that whether they're genuinely serious about this or if they're just, you know, an internet troll, we don't know. Right. But yeah, that's the other thing is like, how serious do we take this message, you know? Well, but, I think either way, if, if it is legitimate, then we should just be praying for them and saying, mm-hmm. hey, they're obviously hurt by something. And again, we're not going to change our beliefs to make everybody happy because mm-hmm. well, that's that not was, the truth. And, and the truth is what ultimately matters. And mm-hmm. you've heard the the saying the cliche thrown around the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't realize that a, that's from the Bible and B, if you back up the verse before that, Jesus says, if you remain in my word and abide in my word, then you are truly my disciples and you yes. will know the truth. And then the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. So it's within the context of knowing the truth that Jesus is preaching, which isn't a, you know, everybody's free to do whatever you want message. It's, the way to life is narrow and few find it and the way to destruction is broad and many follow it. Mm-hmm. Jesus is saying, I am that way. I am the truth, the life. I am the way, the truth and the life. Nobody comes to the father, but through me. Right. Mm-hmm. So we just choose to believe that. Right. And pray that others will come to find that grace and that hope and that love as well. So, yeah. So, um, my agent did talk to them and kind of like clear things up. They are still willing and wanting to work with me because I'm, no, I'm not going to say that. But well, no, um, Melina said, you know, I'm. She understands the yeah, brand's no, concerns I, mm-hmm. and like their image, but she also doesn't want to. You know, she's not willing to change her convictions just to just because of one person that maybe you know took something the wrong way, or mm-hmm. if it's legitimate that they're just misunderstanding. Because right. again, Melina's never done anything unkind or or rude or you know unloving to anybody on her channel. She always promotes love and encouraging people and just being a blessing and this will kind of segue to our when we get to it in a minute to our prayer request Mm -hmm. but kind of in closing on this point i just was going to say that um melana's just handled the situation very well she understands that the brand would no longer want to work with her but she also understands you know that she wants to make them make sure that they understand her and where she stands as well right yeah yeah but everything worked out, so that was good. I was a little worried, but... Um, well, tell, tell them about like the revelation you had in this, or kind of how oh, God has sober-minded you. Yes. So it was funny, because this morning when I was unloading our dishwasher, I was just kind of praying and just kind of talking to God and asking Him to kind of humble us and just really keep us grounded during this time as we continue to grow and as we like move into this house and like so many new changes are coming. I just really want to stay grounded and humble and remember that none of this matters. None of these material things matter. At the end of the day, it all comes from God. And again, like that is not what defines us, that none of this matters. So that's just like constantly my prayer throughout life. And, um, it's funny because literally a couple hours later is when my manager called me and I was like, you know, this whole thing could all just go away. You know, these brands, you never know. Someone could twist what I say and then boom, I find myself in a quote unquote scandal and then Mm -hmm. boom, cancel culture and I'm done. You know, like it's just, it's very iffy. And so I never want- It's a very fine line, tightrope walk, right? Mm -hmm. Because 
you're living in this world of I'm a Christian who takes the Bible seriously and follows Jesus passionately. But Jesus offended a lot of people, mm-hmm. even though he was speaking 100 percent truth. Yeah. So the truth does offend. And mm-hmm. we're not here to say that, you know, vindictively, like, well, everything we say is right. And if you don't agree, then you're wrong. It's not like that at all. It's we have a conviction that we believe just like anybody else who has any conviction about anything. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that we don't love people who disagree. We absolutely love people who disagree, but Mm -hmm. we just don't agree. We can agree to disagree. That's okay to do. Like, I don't know when that went out the window and we weren't able to agree to disagree and still love people. You know what I mean? For me, I get like the most satisfaction out of when I don't agree with someone, but I can still give them a hug and a kiss and be like, it's okay. You know, like we have so many friends that are Republican or liberal or independent or gay or straight or bi or come from different ethnicities. Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're not here to say, you know, we can't love you because we disagree with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like my cousin and I, we have pretty different stands on certain topics, but Sometimes we'll talk about them and I'll tell her why I believe what I believe. She'll tell me why she believes what she believes. And we kind of just shake our head and, okay, love you, sis. See you next week. You know, like it's, it's just not, healthy dialogue to yeah. talk with people of differing opinions because mm-hmm. without getting all heated and right. upset. If, if nothing more, like you might not change the person's mind, but if nothing more, you just understand where someone else is coming educated from. educated yourself. Yes. I think that's like the most important thing is to just educate and kind of understand why this person thinks that way or believes that. And also for you to kind of educate yourself and question yourself as to why you believe what you believe. Don't blindly believe what you do. Right. Like know why and have concrete evidence as to why. Like it's good to listen to both sides in an argument mm-hmm. because then it, like Melina says, it allows you to really solidify and yeah. critically think through why I believe what I believe. Right. And I think any Christian who takes their faith seriously comes to that crossroads and that point of reckoning at some point, And they say, okay, why am I believing this? Why am I spending my life to pursue a relationship with God? Is it because my parents did that? Is it because everyone I grew up with is doing that? Is it because of the certain region I live in? Whatever, you know, like we got to find what is it and then really have your come to faith moment of this is, you know, what I believe and this is where God has led me. And now it's my choice and my decision. What am I going to do with this? Mm-hmm. So anywho, anyhow, <laughs> honey, do you want to tell a us a little bit about our prayer request tonight? Yes. So we love to do a prayer request at the end of our episodes. So if you guys ever have one, make sure to DM us on, oh, sorry, that was my phone. Um, <laughs> make sure to DM us on ask for me in my house podcast on Instagram. Um, But this one actually did not come from there, and it's actually not even really a prayer request. It was a comment that was left on my video today um, from a girl. I'm going to keep her name anonymous, but she was just kind of expressing how her parents had both passed away and that she's the only reason why. recently, right? Yeah, yeah, Mm. and that I was like a big reason as to why she's still alive today and that she found Christ and that that has kept her alive. And when I read that comment, like I was speechless. Like I just reading comments like that just like really hit home and just really put things into perspective for me because 
it's crazy. Oh, it's okay, babe. Yeah, really. I'm sure you guys can imagine just the weight of what Melina does. She talks to a camera, if you think about it. But then through the power of the internet, she's able to share that with so many people to the point where they feel this like emotional attraction and this like heart to heart connection with her because she's very outgoing, very social, very fun loving and easy to like. Honey, it's not about me though. It's I'm, I know. And I'm just saying that that allows people to open up and to say things like that because they know that they can trust you and they know that you're the real thing. So yeah, that was like it, every once in a while we'll get something like that. And it just really causes us to take a step back and think like, what are we doing? You know, mm-hmm. like, do we understand the magnitude of this platform that God's given us? Yeah. Right. And Milena, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I don't really have anything else to say. No, that's fine. Yeah. So we're going to pray for her mm-hmm. and just thank God for the gift of life that he's given to her. And yeah. just well, that I'm, he I'm, would come come by her and just hold her in his arms as she's mourning her parents and all the hurt that she's gone through. I can't even imagine. I just want to help her. Um, I'm trying to find her Instagram. I'm like trying to connect with her in any way that I can because it's kind of hard on YouTube. Yeah. But um, I just want to talk to her. Yeah, for sure. So if you're listening to this. And that's you. Please message me on Instagram. Yes, and we'd love to connect with you and walk with you through this and know that the Lord is with you and we're going to we're going to pray for you now and uh just continue to encourage you any way we can. Oh, Father, we just are so humbled to come before you in prayer that you've made the throne of heaven accessible to even mere people like us, Lord, that we can approach your throne with confidence, as Hebrews 4 tells us, that we can just bring our our supplications and our prayers and our, our hurts, our rejoicing all to you, and that you hear us, Lord. And Lord, we lift up um, this dear daughter and sister that you uh, would just wrap your arms around her, Lord, that she's obviously experienced just insane trauma and it's been through what feels like the darkest days of her life and it would be kind of hard to argue with that but lord we know that uh, you are with her in the dark days and in the light days and uh, lord you've uh, promised us in your word that you'll never leave or forsake us and even though it feels like you know we, we can get pretty low sometimes and uh, experience just great suffering and heartache and pain. We know that you've dealt with all of our pain on the cross through Jesus. And Father, we just ask that you uh, remind this uh, this girl about that, that you uh, came and paid the price for all of our sin and did away with death itself so that we could experience life eternal with you. And Lord, I ask that you just continue to uh, be with her, that you use Melena and me in any way possible, that we can help to ease her suffering and her pain, and that the uh, church family and those out there listening to and joining us in prayer uh, would just continue to lift her up to you. And we thank you uh, 
uh, for who you are and for every good and perfect gift that comes from you, Lord. And uh, in Jesus' name, we pray all these things. Amen. Amen. We will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.